Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and today is Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. It has been a very, very productive day. I guess it feels that way anyway. I, I was at work. We had uh, one of our main, I guess one of the main machines that are where I work kind of broke down, which doesn't really happen that often so I mean, we have a lot of a lot of machines that are pretty important breakdown but like the the main thing that keeps our plant going and stuff broke and 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 it works a little bit but like it's not working the way it's supposed to and so i was working on that all day and just trying to figure out trying to troubleshoot what's going on why is this working trying to gather information it's just a lot of problem solving and i think that it's been really good for me to be able to learn a lot of that just for business purposes because it's helped me realize that there's usually a solution it just may not be the most obvious one right there's there's always some sort of thing that we go to first and then we can figure out why that won't work whether we try and it doesn't work or whether there's just some obstacle that's very clearly not going to let that work but then a lot of people give up a lot of people don't search for solutions two through ten and so they never actually figure out how to solve their problem they get frustrated and they they, they never move past that thing a lot of people quit or a lot of people do something else and and it's just it's getting through those those issues figuring out the the ways to get past those things that is a great way to to build success so anyway that's what i worked on today it's kind of a bummer because we didn't actually end up figuring it out yet we're going to work on it more tomorrow just because uh, it was it was running to where it would work a little bit and they needed to get some things produced so we ended up making do with what we had and then saying we'll get it at tomorrow once we have our our quota of production done for the day so anyway that was a bit of a bummer but it just going back to that i mean if you can problem solve you have a very valuable skill set for not even just yourself but any job really i mean problem solvers there's no there's no shortage of problem solvers that people need because there's just they're always such a or maybe there is a shortage and there's no shortage of demand for them, I guess is a better way of putting it, because people need them. People need people that can solve problems because it helps them grow their business, and, and businesses are smart to hire people that are good problem solvers and have the skills to be able to figure out stuff and actually have the stick to itness to, to stick to an issue and make sure it gets resolved, not give up on it, and, and not just go some other way and, and do something else. So anyway, that's, that's really what I've been working on a little bit at work is just that kind of a thing, and then trying to apply it to my business has been really huge for me especially in this last year just because i've grown a lot and some of the things that are broken trying to figure those out at work and then applying that kind of stuff to my business so either way we had some releases today i ended up completely missing those i was very bummed out about that and it's just been that way pretty much every day recently i mean i can't remember the last sneakers release let's think the last sneakers release i went for was the ambush dunks so no that's not true i went on saturday but on a weekday it was the ambush dunks saturday I ended up hitting the sakai blazers and then the the sakai blazer lows and the dunk lows but other than those i haven't gone for a sneaker release on like in on like a daytime release or i guess a weekday release in a long time and, and it kind of sucks because i used to win those things a lot and now it's like okay i hardly ever get to go for them i'm not as active on the sneakers app i do think that affects the way that you win the more active you are i do believe that they do cater towards people like that more often but it is what it is i mean you just kind of got to make do with what you can and that's what i've been doing right now so either way missed out on those releases and then there were a few things that popped up here and there throughout the day i didn't really get a chance to look at them too much on discord i did get into two new discord groups which is a little bit of a conflicting thing for me because i'm trying to reduce my expenses a lot 
just with the book that I was reading, Profit First, they talk about reducing your expenses, cutting out things that you don't need. But I've heard a lot of good things about these two groups, um, and I wanted to give them a shot just to see if they were worth it for a month. If, if they're not, okay, fine. I ended up wasting 100 bucks, which I'm not thrilled about uh, because I think they're, they're each 50 bucks a month. But it's good to test those sort of things. I, I've ne I never have an issue trying to test things. I mean, because even if the group makes me on its own, even if it makes me on its own 600 bucks a year, that pays off the group completely. So it's just then the only thing that I'm wasting at that point is my time selling the items and buying the items that they have. So that's just really kind of like, and, and $600 is super doable. It's not really that difficult to make. So especially with the, the leads and stuff that we get. So that's what I'm, I'm trying to test out. We'll see how it goes for this month, especially this month and next month. I mean, I'm not afraid of getting a few more a few more Intel sources for Q4 especially just because Q4 is such a crazy time. You want to have as much information as you can going into it and groups that focus on different things. One group focuses on sneakers, one group focuses on maybe sports cards, one group focuses on really low key items. Like those sort of things come together to make you a really really well balanced reseller. And while it is really good to niche down, you still want to be able to hit your hit your really big profit margin items still. I mean, just because you may be a video game, maybe that's not a good example. Maybe because let's say you're just a shoe seller, but you found out in 2019 about the Fortnite cards. Like that is, that's a no miss opportunity. You, you see the Fortnite cards, people are making 20 to 30 bucks a pop off of those things. They're free. You can get about 200 of them at your local retailer. Like that is a just complete win. Like that's, that's a no brainer at that point. So that's kind of, that's the thing where I'm, I'm looking at it going, okay, like this is a great idea. I need to get more of those because the more leads like that you can pile up, the better chances you have of making your money back, making it back quickly than scaling and then being able to make more money and, and more money and more money. So that's, and that's not what my business is about. I mean, every business wants to make more, but really it's about trying to get some freedom and trying to be able to live my life kind of the way that I want to. And I think that's a lot of people. That's kind of what they struggle with is, is trying to figure out how do I be productive? How do I work my business? How do I work in my business and work on my business and still have some time left over to do what I want to do and live life the way that I want to. And it's just a constant struggle for a lot of people. So, I mean, it's just, if you can, if you can figure those things out, you'll be in a much better spot than you probably would have been any other, like in any other sort of format. So Either way, I, I think that I think that a lot of us are going to be really, really set up well for Q4. I have been prepping for it. I am still relisting things. I am pricing things down. I mean, if you haven't priced down your store, this is a small tip here, and, and I'm probably going to do this, but running a sale is huge. That's what Daily Refinement says. I haven't tried it yet, but he basically marks up all of his items and then runs a store-wide sale 24-7 because he notices that he gets more sales with that. It's a very smart tactic. People see it and it, it messes with their subconscious to get something on sale, but it also probably triggers the eBay algorithm. So that's a smart thing to do. For me, I prefer doing that, but then like, like I think that's a great idea, but what I ended up doing was a little bit different. I ended up pricing down my items a little bit. So I went back this weekend and I don't have a ton of items in my store. I, I run roughly 150 to 200 items in my store at any given time which is not that many when you look at some of these eBay sellers who have thousands or tens of thousands of items in their store. But I'm still pretty profitable with, with my few items that I have in there because a lot of the times I'm buying them in quantity, I'm buying them in bulk, and then I'm, I'm selling out of them. So it's fine. But I went through and repriced everything on my eBay store. I went through, tear peaked it, and then repriced it. And it sounds boring, but once you get in the hang of it, you can probably get them done. Like I was getting done 
I don't know, maybe five to 10 a minute, like just breezing through these things, going through doing quick research and getting them done and ended up going through and repricing the whole store. And I got a ton of sales out of it. I mean, so many sales and that's a huge tip. I never would have thought I would have made that many sales just repricing my store, putting things at the new market prices. And and that's that's part of it there. I have a lot of items that I am probably losing money on because they were bad buys. I mean, let's just put it like that. I, I bought some stuff that probably was a bad buy and the market never went up for the item. It actually went down. And now what do you do? Well, you could do one of two things. You can A, wait for it to go up and, and sit there and wait till you can make your money back. Or B, you can just sell it and say, screw it. You know what? The money's more valuable now than it is in the future. It stings a little bit to take a loss, but those are the things that kind of remind you, hey, hey, Bozo, don't make another mistake like this. Actually do a little bit of research before you buy something. And if you have no idea what it's going to do, maybe don't buy it unless you really have a strong conviction on it. Like like those are the sort of things you should probably do as a buyer. It just makes sense. And it kind of gives you a little bit of pain to reinforce that. And so I decided to go with the latter. I decided to start selling stuff off and, and saying, screw it, because it really makes sense. If you think about it long-term, are you really going to, to make money off of something if you even sell it for $10 profit? If, if it's negative $50 right now to sell it and you're gonna wait for it to go up to zero, break even, or even like a few dollars profit, it's not worth it because you could be waiting a year, you could be waiting two years, you could be waiting, who knows, it may never go back up. Where if you get the money back now, you say, okay, I'm gonna take my losses, but I know that I'm gonna use this money to make way more money if I start buying correctly. And that was part of the, the learning experience of buying. I mean, I bought a lot of stuff going, I don't know what this is going to do. I want to see. And I follow it now a lot more closely than I ever did. May not be the best strategy to do, but for me, it worked where I just said, this item looks interesting. I could see it popping off. And then I bought it. Some of them did, some of them didn't. And looking back and saying, okay, this sort of item didn't do well. Why do I think that is? I can go back in my head, kind of play out a few scenarios why it wouldn't have worked and then make a judgment call based on a whole slew of items that may look like that item, whether or not I want to buy them in the future. So that's kind of what my strategy was. It worked out really well, but now I have these items that I need to get rid of that I'm going to probably lose some money on. So it was a trade-off. I traded off some money for some knowledge. It's it's usually worthwhile, and it was for me, but now I got to get the money back. And I'm not just going to sit there with this, this scarcity mindset ment- mentality and think, well, okay, I'm never going to, I'm losing money. I should not sell this. I should only sell it if I can break even because what I'm going to end up having is a ton of inventory and no money that's that's not good to have or or a lot less capital than i would like to have and then when that next item pops off whether it's like like even during COVID, when you had webcams and freaking like weights and all these other things popping off if you didn't have a lot of capital then but you had a large amount of webcams at your local walmart or you had a ton of weights at your local store like you could have made a killing if you would have had more capital and like if you couldn't afford all of them right you went in you only saw like a couple you can only afford a couple versus having all this inventory on stock that's like like if that was the scenario you were in you would have a lot of inventory of other stuff that wasn't going to sell very well and then you wouldn't be able to capitalize on this huge opportunity you just stumbled upon where if you clear out a lot of your inventory get the capital back or at least most of the capital back because think about it you're probably not losing that much money you're probably going to be losing at most like 50 to 100 dollars, and that's on like a really high priced item that sounds like a lot but if you already made the purchase the loss is the loss like it's already been done the damage is done you just got to get your money back because the item is not helping you at all the, the money will at least make you more money the item's just going to sit there and never appreciate because it's probably a bad buy but most of the time i'm taking like if it's a loss it's a few bucks 
I mean, like five to ten dollars is really the the most that I would lose, and it is what it is. You just move on. You say the money's worth it more now than it will be in the future. I got to get my my money now, and I got to make do with what I can get, and I got to keep buying and selling. And if I see a better opportunity come up, which I will, because there's always a next opportunity, I need to be able to have the capital on hand to to really take advantage of that. So that's what I've been doing. It's been super helpful pricing stuff down. It sounds like a losing. It sounds like I'm giving in or or like quitting on it. It's it's not that at all. It's just realizing that you need to take your losses and and swallow your pride a little bit and say this item sucks. I, I bought it. It was a bad buy, and we're gonna make do with what we can get out of it. Sell it, get your capital back, and reflip that stuff and keep making more money with it because it's sitting there isn't doing you any good. So. Anyway, that's what I would do. That's what I've been doing. It's been super helpful. I've been making a lot more sales with it. it obviously, because my stuff's now at the market price, and it should be. The market's the market. It, you're not going to ever get more than the market. You may occasionally get more than the market, or even if you have that that really nice pair of shoes in the, the current market price, that, like the shoes just released, current market price is, I don't know, let's say $180 and retail is like 100 bucks. Like You're going to make 80 bucks. Sometimes you can get 190 for them just because people are hyped up about it. Maybe you have a promotion running or maybe your store is just like one of the top rated sellers. So you get bumped near the top of the search results and stuff. And somebody goes on there, likes your photos and, and buys it. Like that is the the very slight chance that you get more than market value. Most of the time though, people are at least savvy enough to figure out what market value is unless it's a really unique or rare item. And they'll they'll buy it at market value and say, screw it, I don't need this guy's stuff. There's this other person selling the same thing, same condition, same item, the a much lower price. Why wouldn't they buy that? So that's what I've been doing. It's been helpful. I would encourage you to do it, give it a shot, especially get ready to get ready for Q4 because you are gonna need to have capital on hand to be able to make those big purchases. So anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna get going. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.